1: Zone. good afternoon everybody 940 wins hope you're having a great day and i hope you're having a great week to 2020 if you're not start over baby 866 801 that's the number to call we are expecting teddy covers from sportsmemo.com sid rosenberg will be joining us at three o'clock ricardo's in the studio doing what he does best absolutely nothing ricardo how are you today i'm doing very well greek uh excited for for it to be a friday how are you today Oh, I'm good. Got the weekend. Everybody's jacked up with the division games. We'll break down the games, talk about the lines, see where all the money's out. We'll talk a little bit. Clemson, LSU. There's so much going on. NBA tonight. You got Luka against LeBron. Uh, our Miami Heat are playing tonight, and they'll be in Brooklyn. And there's not much to do in Brooklyn, so I hope they just play the game and get out of there. Uh, Kevin Durant's having Twitter wars with some ex-players, which is always interesting. Kevin Durant loves Twitter. He always has to have something to say. It's so funny. And he does seem to be a little bit uh, sensitive. Uh, Some people were saying that Westbrook was the best player ever in Thunder history. And all of a sudden, Kevin Durant went off and started going. Perkins, who played in the NBA for the Celtics and the Thunder, he got involved. And then Kevin Durant went and smacked him. And then he said, oh, Kevin Durant's weak. He joined the Warriors. I mean, again, these guys are, you know, in their 30s, late 20s, making millions and millions of dollars. Does it really matter? I guess it does. It does. And if you're a fan out there, it does show you Kevin Durant and a lot of these people. When you you know you put things up there on Twitter and post things, do they really see it? Well, if they do, it bothers them. Were you shocked by that? Uh, no, not not from Kevin
2: Durant at all. Um, you know he's he has really thin skin, as you can see. I mean, you would I wouldn't see Jordan ever doing that. Um, Never. Nobody needs to to fight low. Or, you know how do you say it? Um, you know, beef down. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. And um, KD is, you know, for my generation, one of the best players I've ever seen. You know, a top three, top four player. I don't think he needs to compete with anybody. And I know it's just childish, man. It's super childish.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. At his level, what he's achieved in his career, uh, MVP to finals, uh, won the titles. I I just don't understand why he cares even something like that. I mean, the best way to, you know, with all this stuff is just step away from it. Don't even recognize it. Right, he's right. he's giving somebody like Perkins more juice. Uh, a lot of people don't even remember Perkins played in the NBA. He's on he's on ESPN, right. but I would even like even I would have entertained it personally. But he did, and then it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going, and people talk about it. And then Westbrook's got a comment, and it's all Twitter wars and. It's nonsense to me. But I know Kevin Durant's not playing right now. He's on the bench in Brooklyn. He's got the <laughs> trying to get better. But to me it's it's just just let it go. He's bored. Forget about it. He's bored. Yeah, he is bored. Well. And Brooklyn, there's not much to do in Brooklyn, like <laughs> I said. A couple tiny restaurants and uh play bocce ball and you're done. Brooklyn's small. Uh, you know, it's not that big of a city to keep popping around. I I'm sure he's in Manhattan, doing what he's got to do, but I think he's got a lot of free time in his hand. But he definitely is sensitive. There's right. no doubt about it. Because Perkins and him, and I'm sure Perkins and him, when they played together, there were some issues. I don't think this was just today. Like, hey, I'm going to say Kevin Durant wasn't a good player with the Thunder uh, as soon as he said that. You know, he got a little upset. NFL, we have four big games this weekend. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got a thought. If you got an opinion or a thought or just an opinion and no thought, call us. 866-801-0940. The Ravens playing Tennessee. Can Tannehill keep getting closer to Miami. I know Stephen Ross has got to be. That's the last thing I want to see is Tannehill, Super Bowl Sunday, pull it in. The Dolphin fans would go crazy. Chiefs taking on the Texans, Packers in Seattle, Niners in Minnesota, and the Packers th- threw out something yesterday in a bad cycle. They need 700 shovels. They need help to shovel their stadium. So if you ever want to be part of the Packers and be like what it's like inside a stadium, pick up a shovel and go to Lambeau. They're going to pay you $12 an hour. We got Teddy on the hold?
2: That's right, we do, Teddy. How you doing?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm thinking about that $12 an hour gig uh, shoveling snow at Lambeau. That sounds fun.
1: That's not bad. $12 an hour, and you get to shovel, and maybe you get inside a stadium you were never at. Maybe you could sneak in one of the vendors <laughs> and uh, wait for the playoff game. I mean, it's uh, it's unbelievable in today's <laughs> times. <laughs> what I found this, what what I found, Teddy, amazing with this. Again, Teddy covers joins us every Friday, Sportsmemor.com. The NFL, the Packers, we're talking huge company, the Packers, and they're trying to hire people for $12 an hour? You can't get regular grounds crew guys in the year 2020? What? This goes back to Bart Starr. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
0: I got to I mean, because I mean, Green Bay is unique among the franchises because it's yep. not owned, it's owned by the community. It's not owned yep. uh, by a billionaire. Yep. Uh, and they make their decisions in that regard. And again, when you're talking about every other NFL team has a, a giant metropolitan area to pull a, a workforce from, yeah. you know, not Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's <laughs> so amazing. they got to do whatever they can do to get uh, to get help.
1: Do you uh, think Aaron Rodgers will come out? you think Aaron Rodgers comes <laughs> Aaron out? Roger. I don't know. To me, uh, Daddy, I'll it blew my mind. Well,
0: I'll just leave it at this. I'll take the under on the number of words Aaron Rodgers says to the people that are snow- <laughs> clearing the snow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no
1: doubt. Yeah, uh,
0: I'll take the under on that.
1: And 700 shovels is a lot. I mean, that, that's a lot of shovels that they're saying that they need. I mean, i got to be honest with you. That's not a jump change. Uh, we, we, we should put an under over on that, how many to actually get. <laughs> 682, you know. <laughs> and we can get action. The only thing you need, Teddy, is two sides. You know that. <laughs>
0: Uh, I know, you know, I I personally have been on cockroach races before, I understand
1: Nice, I love it (laughs) All right, let's get back to the real stuff We got a big weekend in the NFL, college basketball Uh, We got obviously NBA, so much going on I know Vegas has got to be buzzing This is one of the busiest weekends for, I guess, professional football And pools and different things like that But what is the word, what are you hearing in Vegas, what do you like What's just, what, what is like a hot play that you think the people, the public and uh, the people who are not the pros?
0: Oh, I mean, the hottest play by far. You know, i I've talked to a number of sportsbook directors uh, this week here in Vegas that the hottest play by far is not in the NFL playoffs. It's the national championship game for Monday night. The yep. public has truly fallen in love uh, with LSU. And I mean fallen in love. Uh, yeah. I, I got to give you a couple of quotes uh, that I found this morning that are, you know, meaningful quotes. <laughs> uh, and and uh, give me just one second. I got it, right. Take it okay. um, uh, This one is from Jeff Davis. He's the director of trading over at the Caesars. There's a risk okay. director over at Caesars. Uh, quote We're going to need Clemson for a whole pile the last time that he could recall a one-sided game like this was Super Bowl 47 between the Seahawks and the Broncos. Here's what he said. The amount of money on Denver from the public was ludicrous. The Sharp guys couldn't get enough at Seattle. I don't want to say this has that feel because there hasn't been as much Clemson from the Sharp guys, but the public is all over LSU. Uh, Jason Scott from MGM, quote, the last time we've seen such one-sided betting event was Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. That was wow. 2017, and that was a. And I remember that fight like nobody been... I mean, literally, every person, every every sharp better that I knew had more uh, had more Mayweather in that than they. You know, there were a lot of guys, and I, that was the night of my barbecue, and, and yeah. we were <laughs> I ran of the fight. And there was a uh, the first couple rounds of that fight were as quiet as I've ever heard a giant room because everybody was lifted up uh, yeah. on Remember McGregor came out and fought okay the first couple rounds and then by round yeah. three it was all Mayweather. So the point being, LSU Clemson is clearly when 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 people are when the sports book director talk about this reminds me of Bronco Seahawks. This reminds me of McGregor uh, Mayweather. You know, these are some of the most one sided betting action games in Vegas. In, of the last decade, and all the public money's on LSU, so you can ride with the public if you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm uh, not. But you know what? You know what? I don't hear Teddy, and this is one of the questions I wanted to ask you. And I talked to people about this this week on the radio, off air with people. If Clemson played Oklahoma, that score would have been similar, and nobody's saying that. Of course and, it would. And, and everybody's looking I'm at me like, what are you that? talking Yeah, I thank God because you're a smart man, and that's why we work together. We're smart. But I, I don't hear anybody say that. When I look at them, I'm like, do you realize if Clemson played Oklahoma, the score would have been probably the same, maybe a little less, maybe a little bit more? And they're like, no, no. I'm like, but you, one thing you've taught me over the years, you've taught me a lot with sports betting, is that the public remembers the last thing they see. And LSU – was the early game blew out everybody. Everybody talked about it. So naturally, everybody is going to be on LSU. Just like I've heard this week 300 times, bet the under. All the unders came out last week. So I think that the public and a lot of people, they perceive what they saw last and then like, okay, I'm going to run with this. and Really I'm not even thinking about it. I mean, I know people laying eight, nine with LSU, you know, with people. And they're like, it's a blowout. I'm like, give it to me. I'll take Clemson. Because uh, I like them, I really do. Things and they got a shot to win, and they got God on their side. But it's just amazing that the public just loves LSU.
0: They have a shot to win. Trevor Lawrence is twenty-five and all with a starter. They won the national championship last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a shot to win the game. You know, no uh, double and bowl games. You know, <laughs> but your point is one hundred percent accurate. This is, you know, again, you talk about the. The, the way to beat this long-term. right? Mm-hmm. It's not like every time the public blows up on something, every one of those games loses. It doesn't. No, no. But if you're betting against the if you did do nothing but find these games where everybody's lighting up on one side and you bet mm-hmm. the other side in those games, you're going to make a profit. You're going to make a profit yeah, short-term, sure. your you're going to make a profit long-term. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and if uh, your point about... LSU beating Oklahoma was spot on. And honestly, if Ohio State would have played Oklahoma, they yep. would have won that game by four touchdowns. You know? Yep. <laughs> um, I don't think... They, I have, they, they, and with the NFL, it's so easy to see their reactions from one week to the next because we have what we call look-ahead lines. Those are lines yes. posted a week ahead of the games. Uh, they usually come out Tuesday or Wednesday for the following weekend. Uh, so you get an idea of how much one game has affected a point spread. Oh, uh, you know how much the results of just the one sure. week has, has affected the following week point spread. You don't have that in college football, but no. you did have that for this game. And the look-ahead line, again, a bettable line prior to the semifinals games was LSU minus one against Clemson. Man. And there was one, but there was one book that had LSU minus one, another book had a pick. Okay. Now, after one game,
2: where... Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu
0: slash visit. Thompson played the tougher team, the much tougher team, that line's five and a half six. Uh, that, my friends, <laughs> is the definition of a betting market overreaction. Uh, and one of the three plays I'm going to give you on today's show is Clemson plus the point. And no, I mean, I wouldn't argue with anyone once on the money line. But yes. plus six <laughs> stands out to me. And if you shop around, six and a halfs are starting to pop. And no rush if you like the Clemson side. Obviously, it's been all LLC money so far. But uh, I put some Clemson plus six in my pocket. I advise my clients to do the same. And uh, frankly, I may get another unit down. Uh, on this game before kickoff, if I uh, get, get up to seven, I will absolutely put more Clemson in my pocket uh, before this game starts.
1: First selection by Teddy Covers SportsMemo.com. dot Clemson Greeks on it too. So I don't know if that's good or bad. We're going to win together or lose together. What's your next selection for the nine forty wins? Miami for a lot of the audience today on a Friday.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little NBA tonight. Cool. Friday night NBA, and you know what I'm going to do here? I'm just I'm going to give a first half play. I don't do okay. that very often, but this spot absolutely stands out to me. The Milwaukee Bucks minus four and a half at Sacramento. Okay, the Bucks are coming off back to back lackluster games. They've looked lethargic. The quotes from Pudenholzer are our offense is sluggish. we got to get going. We're going to push tempo. This is a show up game for Milwaukee after they kind of sleptwalked through their last two. I really got that sense. From the Bucks. Sacramento's playing, again, you, you talk about the low post guys that. Rashawn Holmes doesn't move the needle on a point spread, okay? Just like uh, Wendell Carter for the Bulls, who's out right now. A guy who doesn't move the needle on the point spread. But when you talk about Sacramento's low post defense, he's who they have. Holmes is there, you know, uh, he's there, let's rebound, let's defend. And when he's not there, You can drive the lane with impunity against Sacramento. And they don't have Bogdanovich tonight either. He's their best perimeter threat right now with uh, Buddy Hilton struggling. So when you're without your low post stopper and you're without your best perimeter threat against the Bucs, if the Bucs are coming to play, oh, and you were down, you just rallied from a 21-point deficit to beat Phoenix in your last game, so it's not even like you're hungry. I think Sacramento gets blown out tonight. I think they get blown out from the opening tip. I laid four and a half in the first half with Milwaukee. I wouldn't talk uh, argue anyone out of lane eight and a half or nine for the full game, but I thought the first half was a better bet here. I think the Bucks come with a chip on their shoulder. Give Milwaukee first half minus four and a half in second okay. twenty four nice. minutes of to profits tonight.
1: All right, what is your third selection? Well, I got to give you guys
0: one playoff pick, right? Yeah, you got it. I mean, you know? come on. I, yeah, you got it. I got to, and 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 this is so. I got there with Minnesota today. I waited all week and Donald waited all week and doddled, and I finally pulled the trigger on the Vikings plus the seven. Okay. I ran into a trend that's meaningful to me. And okay. that was, it wasn't like this was the only reason I had to. But the trend, you say, oh, a team's off overtime law, overtime win in the playoffs. they got to go on the road. They're gas. No, 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 no. <laughs> the results show something very different. All right. The team's off the overtime win. On the road the next week, 21st century numbers. About uh, there's been one loss in 10 tries 8 1 and 1 ATS. Wow, Those teams carry that momentum forward. That's All huge. Right? How many playoff wins does uh, Jimmy Garoppolo have? Zero. How many playoff wins does Kirk Cousins have?
1: I believe one, one. yeah,
0: correct. One, exactly. Kurt Cousins has more playoff wins than Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mike Zimmer is a dog better than 60% since he got it in Minnesota. Uh, you know, he's been real good in this
1: role. No, we're good. <laughs> you're cutting me off. I wasn't swearing. I promised. <laughs> no, 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 no. it happened. I think somebody went to put in one of your bets. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm used to getting cut off when I'm dropping bombs on air, but no, no, no. Not the... <laughs> uh, but, no, you're good. Uh, it's a. Uh, yeah, I mean, Minnesota, I, I, I'm not a huge momentum guy, but that win last week for the Vikings, Minnesota's been a great underdog in the Zimmer mm-hmm. era, and this has been a year of road underdogs in the NFL. And the road dogs, uh, you know, uh, you call it 2-0 ATS last week uh, you know, with the, you know, I got Buffalo, and Buffalo It comes with an asterisk, <laughs> and they lose an OT, which means there was a the road dog in that game as well. Uh and then Seattle really went off his pick 'em basically. Uh in some places really went off minus one. You say the dog will won that game too. It's been a dog year. It's a, a dog trend favoring Minnesota. And the 49ers gotta show it to me in the postseason if I'm laying a touchdown. Uh okay. I think the price is too high. Give me Minnesota. Plus the seven in San Francisco tomorrow.
1: Teddy Covers from SportsMemo.com. Always calls the Greek zone on Friday. One of the things we can count on. He gives us some winners and some games. I ask him a few questions and we go back and forth. Uh, Teddy, I want to go back to a team that is close to our heart, that is playing okay on the road, but played a very good game the other night without Jimmy Butler. Uh, the Miami Heat are playing the Brooklyn Nets tonight. What do you think of the Heat? Would you lay the wood with them? Uh,
0: one-way team. If I'm playing, I'm laying. I only want Miami you know, <laughs> they've been uh, they've been pretty good to me. And I, 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 I'm disappointed that I didn't hear rumblings of the speech that Bolster gave before tip off. at <laughs> the end of the night about, hey, we got to do it on the road. Yes. Uh, we've been mediocre on the road. But my yes. hunch is that he'll say something again tonight. <laughs> he did it once. All right. And I do it twice. Um, and Brooklyn's just headed in the wrong direction right now. Let's be real. You know, when you look at that roster on a night in, night out basis, you say they way overachieved early. You know, yeah. Without yep. Durant and Irving, they're a lottery team, and they've been a lottery team that's been playing 500 basketball better than 500 basketball, but not lately. The seven game yeah. skid is a problem, and the only way I would play tonight's game is uh, Miami minus. Although it's not on my card, I did not pull the trigger on the Heat, but that, that would be the lean uh, for me yeah. in that ball.
1: The other night when they played the Pacers, Jimmy Butler played. I was going back to the other night when he didn't play, and the Heat were home on a Sunday. Uh, and I know you liked them That's last Sunday too. Butler didn't play, and they ended up winning really, really big too. They've just been hot. I mean, they really have. Not as good, like you said, on the road. Obviously, I think home they're seventeen and one or sixteen and one on the road, ten and nine. But they have been a covering machine, uh, which is you know that's what you look for when you always taught us about trends and teams that stay hot. I want to go back over to the NFL. Uh, and just ask you about this Raven-Tennessee game, because all I'm hearing is Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. And to me, if they don't stop Henry, I know Lamar Jackson's going to do what he has to do in the Ravens, but is Tennessee not worth a shot with that 9 or 10, depending on where you shop, if Henry has a big day?
0: From a side perspective, I definitely lean Tennessee in this ball game, but I haven't bet it, and I'm not sure that I – I mean. There's been a couple of times this year where I disrespected Baltimore, and it's cost me. Yeah, Uh, and it's cost me a lot. And the 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 bigger issue for me is what happened to Baltimore in the postseason last year. I don't know if you remember the game. uh, Yeah, San Diego Chargers. Yeah, L A. Excuse me. At home, L A. Yeah, at home, they were down twenty three to three going into the fourth quarter of that game. I think they had fifty yards of total offense. You know, yeah. uh, the 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 Chargers basically put eleven guys in the box. that said, "Okay, Lamar Jackson, throw deep on us," and he couldn't. Yeah, and he didn't. Uh, and you know, again, they had fifty yards of offense going to the fourth, fifty-three yards of offense going, and then the final score looked far more respectable than the game actually was. But that type of loss, then I mean, this year they have extra time to prepare. They've killed everybody all year. Good teams, bad teams. They've stepped up. It's hard for me to get to the window betting against Baltimore, given what they've done, given the failure they had last year, given their level of prep, and given the fact that I trust both Harbaugh and Jackson. So I don't know how Tennessee gets stops here. I'm very concerned about the Titans' defense ability to uh, uh, shut down any facet uh, of Baltimore. I mean, this isn't Tom Brady they're facing this week. No, this is a real yeah. quarterback. Um, yep. <laughs> yes, that's a joke. Uh, but the Patriots' passing game isn't any. You know, the Patriots' passing game wasn't capable of throwing downfield. Baltimore's passing game is. Uh, so I, I'm a. I'm a little bit reluctant to step in front of the Ravens this week. Uh, that's a lesson I've learned the hard way this year.
1: The other thing, too, with last year, when you talk about last year, the Chargers and the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, I don't have anything in front of me, uh, didn't they play a couple weeks before and then the, the Ravens beat the Chargers? And then they played in the playoffs, which I do remember, and then you know the Chargers came up with a scheme and Lamar Jackson looked bad. And I think all summer it was like, oh, Lamar Jackson, he's not going to be what we thought. And obviously he came out and had a gangbuster year. They were saying last year, you know, when you got a team a week or two to prepare for him, you're ready. What do you think the best way is to stop him? Did you? Would you put a spy on him, or would you just, like you said, put nine in the box?
0: That is an excellent memory. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, it was week 16 last year uh, yeah. that Baltimore went to L.A. and beat the Chargers 22-10, to 10. Uh, and of course it was just two weeks later when uh, the Chargers had a chance for a rematch. Okay, so th- there's been a couple of times this year, well, I'm like, this defense can stop Lamar Jackson. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember the game against the Rams. I'm like, Wade Phillips, one can design. Wade Phillips is smart, man. He designs defense. He plummets everybody. Remember that game? <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> got, he crushed him. <laughs> they crushed him in L. A. Yeah. they crushed him. Um, I thought of all the teams they faced this year, Maybe the 49ers did the best job defensively against Lamar.
1: Yes, defense. they did. That you know, was they, a good game. But but they
0: shortened the game. What they did, I mean, the, the San Fran's success against Lamar had everything to do with the fact that they were just grinding out first downs on the ground uh, yep. with their offense and keeping them off the field. It wasn't like they designed the defense that, that, that flummoxed him. I literally have not seen a defense all year – that has taken Baltimore out of their game plan and Tennessee's defense isn't one of the better teams that they've faced so you asked me how did you design it I don't know and that's why I'm not making you know a million yeah. bucks a year as a coordinator I'm just sitting here in Vegas I really don't know how you stop Lamar Jackson right now yeah. I mean I would I would put I would I would no. the truth is I would load everyone in the box and force it you have to force him to beat you with uh, with uh, the with, with his arm but yes uh, that's agree. easier said than done you know.
1: Yeah, there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, one of the stats that's out about him rushing all year, he goes 5.6 yards before he's even touched. I mean, that's in a stat, yeah. and that's, it's, it's almost you know 60% of a first down. <laughs> I mean, he's not even being touched. He does one fake, and he's got a first down. I think That's why I think you put a spy on him, me personally, because I think if you constantly hit him and don't make it easy, because all quarterbacks, we saw Brady last week. Everybody's beating up Brady, but nobody likes people in their face. So I think even you watch the guys in basketball when they get guarded all the way up, they you know they push the hand away, they get aggravated. Even college kids, I think you got to put some kind of pressure on them just to make them earn it. But I think when you let him sit back there like he's in the backyard throwing the ball around, he's going to destroy you. And that's the one thing I do wait, you know, I worry about. Uh, but I would put a spy on him. Teddy covers. Always appreciate the you go- time. I know. Go yeah. ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to
0: say. The problem with putting a spy in him is that the spies haven't been fast enough oh, to yeah. actually track him down. You know, oh, I've seen, yet. I've seen a couple times they put a linebacker or a safety as a spy in him, but the, the, the angles aren't right. He makes the one cut and he's just too fast.
1: You got to put a safety, no linebacker. He's way too fast for a linebacker. I'm thinking maybe Logan. Uh, maybe he could do something But then again, if you do that and he's passing good He's going to burn you Because then you got single coverage on these wideouts I mean, it's really pick your poison But to me, it's, it's to make him earn it more That's what I look at it. Like, make him earn it Don't just sit back there, you know, four or five seconds And he either takes off and sprints in the middle of the field Or he throws a bomb I, I don't know I just feel it's better to put pressure on somebody And make him, you know, think a little bit about his decision When you give him time, any quarterback They're going to find somebody I mean, we, you see seen it over the years in yeah. the NFL.
0: Oh, yeah, at, at this level. And the quarterbacks that don't find someone <laughs> when they drop eight uh, and only rush three or whatever and have eight seconds to throw, those QBs, well, they don't tend to last in the NFL all that
1: long. Yeah, they're playing golf right now. Teddy Covers for <laughs> SportsMemo.com. Always appreciate you calling. You're a staple of me. Wherever I'm at the Greek zone. I always appreciate your time. Tell everybody how they can find you, listen to you, check out your podcast like I do, and get this information that will definitely help you, no doubt.
0: Well, oh, I appreciate that, Greek. Uh, you're beautiful, baby. Don't ever change.
1: Thank uh, you. But, <laughs> uh, seriously.
0: Uh, <laughs> you can track me down. Uh, the website is sport. Dot com. We have a ton of free info. We have live lines. We have all kinds of stuff that people are interested in. We do have guaranteed picks if you're interested. at SportsMemo.com. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Teddy underscore Covers.
1: Again, to go over Teddy's picks, he likes Clemson Monday. He likes the Milwaukee Bucks tonight in the NBA. And he likes Minnesota. So there's three for you, people. Remember, if you go three for three, send Teddy some flowers. It's always nice to get a thank you. Teddy, enjoy the weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Peace Save out, the brother. the money
0: for the flowers. Just say thank you. Yeah. T-
1: just send the cash. <laughs> be good, Teddy. Teddy covers sportsmemo.com. It is the Greek Zone. It's a Friday afternoon. I hope you're having a good time. Uh, we're going to be getting ready. I mean, because it's Division Weekend. we got to talk about the games a little bit more, break them down, want your opinions. 3 o'clock, we got Sid Rosenberg and my boy Ricardo's in his studio, 866-801-0940, watching CNN very closely to see if Ashley ends up in any trouble. So far, she's good. We'll be back in a few minutes. Peace. is the Greek. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining in. Always appreciate it. 940 wins. Thank you for listening. For Lauderdale, Miami 866-801-0940 Teddy Covers was just joining us FriendsSportsMemo.com Las Vegas gave you three games Milwaukee Bucks tonight, minus four and a half Clemson plus the five and a half six, which I love and he gave you the Vikings plus seven Hope you listen this morning to Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby uh, they were at Gulfstream Park Degenerate Friday, which I love. I got to call in. Always love listening to those guys kicking it back. Four games in the NFL. If you got an opinion, please call us 866 940 That's the number to call. And it's going to kick off tomorrow, and it's going to be a great weekend. You got college championship on Monday night, NBA, college basketball. There is enough sports this weekend to keep you going. It's one of those weekends where you're like, damn. And the good thing with the NFL, the games are starting a little bit later. So you got all day, all night. I used to hate these nights years ago when I'd be out on Saturday night trying to get scores and different things like that. Today, it's so easy. There's no effort. It's on your phone. I mean, but years ago when you had to, like, run in restaurants or hotels and get a score behind a bar, I mean, that's when you earned it. When I used to go to Chase Manhattan in New York on Friday and get $200 worth of quarters, and people thought that I was just doing a laundromat or something, that was crazy. Try walking around with $200 worth of quarters in your pockets. Either you get a lot of friends quick or you're not making a lot of time. You're walking around very slow. But, yeah, those were the days. But today, everything's on your phone. It's easy. There's no sneaking around. There's no jumping in bars. Uh, There's nothing. Uh, I remember years ago, I was working at this place. I was a kid at the time, and I was working at this one liquor store, and I was delivering. So what ended up happening was you got to either stay inside or go outside. And I wanted outside because we worked next to this big TV place, and the Cowboys were playing the ramps. And I wanted to see the game. So it was snowing and rain, but I got to go outside like every seven, eight minutes and check the score because the TV was in the window of this big TV place next to us. And nobody volunteered. It was amazing. They're like, no, nah, I'm not going out. I'm not going out. I went, I'll take it. And the guy's like, Greek, you want to go outside? I'm like, yeah, all night. Come on. I want some tips. Let's do it. And the only reason I went outside all night is because I checked every two minutes the big TV store that was next to this liquor store. This is when I was in college. And uh, they had the game on. It was the Cowboys and the Rams. I'll never forget it. And I had fun. I didn't care. I made some money. I got soaked wet. But I was like, screw it. At least I'm winning. Or at least I'm watching a game. And, you know, I'd always, like, try to get in, sneak in an extra play or two, you know, then my boss would open the door and go, get in here. And I'd be like, all right, sorry. Uh, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing out there? He never figured out what the hell I was doing out there. Uh, but I was watching the Cowboys and the uh, Rams trying to get a little update. Four games tomorrow. You know the lines. You know who's playing. But we will go over them again just so everybody's in the loop. Because you got to be in the loop. you got to know what's going on. I mean, you, you want to know where's the money, who's betting on what. What can I win on? We'll get Ricardo's picks because it does count. Because if we win, you want to be like, hey, Ricardo had something. What did Ricardo had? We're going to start tomorrow at 435. The San Francisco 49ers are playing the Vikings. Niners laying seven over under 44 against the Vikings. Ricardo, any thought? (laughs) No, I'm with Teddy on this one.
2: Uh, I like the Vikings in this one. Um, And uh, I'm going to go with that over. Um, I like Dalvin Cook a lot. I think that he's going to run the ball a lot on the on the Forty Niners. I have uh, the Vikings and the over.
1: Next game, the Ravens laying ten. Lamar Jackson, Tannehill. Somebody's coming back home again. I mean, if one of these guys win, there will be one game away from Miami. Will it be ran Tannehill. Stephen Ross is like absolutely not. I don't <laughs> want Tannehill here. Could you imagine if he called him up and said, Stephen, can I use your parking spot? Uh, Ravens laying ten over under forty seven. What I like the Ravens
2: think? here. Um, like I think it's a more personal thing. Like you said, I can't have Ryan Tannehill come over here playing for a Super Bowl man. Mm-hmm. So I'm betting with my heart here. But I also think the Ravens are the Ravens. Um, unless Derrick Henry just keeps running and running and running and running, I think that the Ravens are gonna gonna cover over this and probably get the over on it. I didn't hear your uh, your thoughts on the first game, Greek. Sorry.
1: I pay. You got to pay for my opinion. Oh, okay.
2: Buddy. My bad. My bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a hooker. Okay. Uh, we're going to finish off with the Kansas City Chiefs laying nine in a hooker to the Houston Texans over under 51. I don't know. I think the Chiefs put it on him I really do. Yeah. I like I like Mahomes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with it. Um, even though the Texans had a win earlier this year, like you said, Patrick McCol- Mahomes was coming off an injury and that defense wasn't playing like it is now. So, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs with, with you.
1: The Green Bay Packers, the Greek Green Bay Packers, we're trying to get that change. We need seven more signatures from Lambeau. Probably get them from some of the seven hundred people who'll be shoveling snow. Poor How though. bad is your life if you're shoveling snow in Lambeau Field for twelve dollars an hour? I mean, is it brutal? Is it worse than waking up for a morning show like four thirty in the morning with some idiot in front of you who's making a ton of money who was not worth it? For That's tickets. Bad.
2: For tickets I can see, but for twelve dollars an hour,
1: definitely not. That's bad. Green Bay Packers laying four and a hooker over Seattle. Over under 46. I got to tell you, I like all these overs in this game. All these games. I really think there's going to be some points scored. But my Green Bay Packers is going to be a tough game. They own Seattle home. I think Packers and Aaron Rodgers do it. Hopefully Danica Patrick doesn't get Aaron Rodgers a little confused. Go ahead. What do you like?
2: <laughs> do you think uh, the weather is going to be a factor in it? Because it's supposed to be like 20 degrees is the
1: high, maybe some snow. Yeah, it might affect it. I mean, it may. It really may. I mean, you, know, you never know. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, the Packers have a good running game this year. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean they really do. Jones, they got studs. Uh, but the Seattle, I mean, they got the, uh, you know, they got the guy with the Snickers coming back for them, and uh, they got Skittles. some problems with <laughs> Skittles. I'm kidding. Uh, but no, I, I I like the Packers. I just do. Aaron Rodgers to me is good. I'm sure the field will look alright. It's going to be cold. I don't know if he's blistering the ball down there 50 yards, but. Rodgers gets hot. I mean, I, I picked the Packers and the Chiefs in one of my pools uh, about two weeks ago, which was cool. I like him. I just do. I, I think that he's got enough there. But, again, could be sure change.
2: I'm with you on the Green Bay, uh, Green Bay pick. Um, this is probably one of the best defenses Aaron Rodgers has had in a long time. It's a top-ten yep. defense. Uh, and, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about Russell Wilson and maybe being an MVP, and I'm not saying he had a, a bad year or anything. He had a great, great, great year. Um, I just – I'm just going to go with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers here too.
1: Yeah, I mean the Packers are home, so they got a major advantage. Right. Seattle's fine; they're on the road, they can you know rustle it up and do what they got to do. I'm not doubting that in any shape or form. I don't like betting against either one of these guys. Exactly. I don't like I don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers, and I don't like betting against Russell Wilson. So maybe I won't bet the game. You're right. <laughs> uh, it's like saying her Kardashian's not going to date a black guy. Are you kidding me? It happens. I got somebody. Okay. I mean, there's no there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, I I like the Packers. I just do. I I, got to say that uh, the Packers, I think Aaron Rodgers, good point, best defense he had, best running game he's had. Adams is great. The rest of the receivers aren't good. They're okay. He's had better receivers around, but I think with the defense and what he has, to me, that's a lot. I mean, it it just is. Uh, But, again, you got to figure out. Really, a lot of these games, even last week, it's not who comes out hot; it's who really can maintain that second half. We saw what happened with Buffalo, so I, I like the Packers. And Those I- are the four.
2: Go ahead. And I feel Aaron Rodgers has had a—I uh, don't want to say a down year because it's not fair. I think he had 27 touchdowns and four interceptions. It's just that he hasn't been in a national conversation every single week like a Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, maybe even a Russell Wilson. It's always yeah. been somebody else they're talking about, but. Rodgers had a great season just really under the radar up there in Green Bay this year.
1: Yeah, I, I, I could go with that in a lot of different ways. Uh, they were 13-3 and quietly. Uh, the over-under yeah. with Denver's is 9. That's uh, one of the over-unders I got right. Uh, but, you know, they're 13-3. and They're a very serious team. They're, you know what I mean? They're one win away from being a number one seed. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, it's going to depend on what happens with Russell Wilson. You know you're going to get with him. But Aaron Rodgers got a good defense. He's got a good running back. So yep. uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, you can make him a little one-dimensional tomorrow if they stop that running game completely. And he loves to pass first. I mean, you you got to stop his big receiver. And he's uh, Russell Wilson's got two good receivers. I mean, really. I mean, you know, he's got two guys that are very good that can catch the ball and make it happen. The biggest thing with Seattle is not letting Russell Wilson create. And that's what he does for years. He's very successful with that. And that's him out of the box. That's him, you know, going up to the line and flickering a pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's him when they got him in the grass and he just pulls away and he flings the ball down and somebody catches it. I mean, that those are the things uh, that Russell Wilson does, and that's why he's at the level he is. But I, I, I the Minnesota game's, you know, curious too. Uh, Niners got a lot of guys back that were hurt. Uh, Teddy believes the Vikings from SportsMountable.coves are on uh, momentum. Cooks played great last week. Yeah. Uh, the one receivers hurt. He got stitches in his ankle. Uh, who made the great catch, but he says he's gonna play. You didn't get much from Diggs last week, no. so maybe this week he'll he'll step up and they'll go to him a little bit more. It's gonna be an exciting game. But again, when you are in these games and you're you know, at their playoff division games, you're laying seven or nine, ten points. It's a lot of points to lay. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean that's the thing with the Ravens, like, you know, you want if you like Tennessee, bet them getting ten, ten and a half. Because that means at the end of the game, maybe you got a backdoor cover. Uh, the Ravens up by seventeen. Yeah, it could happen. But Tens yeah. a lot to give. It really is. And the one thing with the Tennessee that they have to do is keep running, even if it doesn't work. Because 100%. what Ravens are going to come out rock and roll right at the gate. They want to go up seven nothing, thirteen three. You know what I mean? Twenty to six. They, you know, and then Tennessee it bans the run, and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing? You can't do that." You got to keep that. You got to keep that offense off the field. That's the bottom line. It's like a girl. You got to take the credit card out of her hand. <laughs> bottom line. You go shopping. No credit card. No taking. No surety. It is the Greek. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I know you love this weekend,
2: and it. I do too. It's one of my favorite weekends. But it is a bittersweet weekend because this is the last weekend that we'll have football on Saturday and Sunday. Um, yes. Full, full full slate. You know, next week we'll have a. Is it one Saturday game and one Sunday game, or are they just going to do it both on Sunday? I'm not really sure yet.
1: Oh, they both do. They, the championship is always both times on Sundays. First one's at three, next one's at seven.
2: Yeah, so it's this is the last weekend, so it's a little bittersweet, but super exciting because, I mean, we got some great teams, man, some great matchups coming up.
1: Yeah, and then we got Clemson LSU Monday night. I mean, come on. I could lose my whole 401k this weekend. <laughs> It'd be great. I'd be so jacked up. I might be able to get into Bad Boys 3. <laughs> Things keep working out for me. <laughs> it is the Greek. It is Ricardo, 866 940 That's the number to call to get involved. We're going to take a quick break. Time for me to get some ice cream, believe it or not. And we'll come back, talk a little college football. And then we got Sid Rosenberg calling us at 3 o'clock. It is the Greek. It is the Greek Zone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. Peace. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening. Always appreciate it. 866-801-0940. Sid Rosenberg just texted me. Got a personal issue today. He's not going to be able to make the show. Uh, Sid will be back with us next week. Always enjoy spending time with Sid. You had Teddy Covers from SportsMemo.com earlier. uh, On Monday, we'll have Rob Vino on from SportsMemo.com. He'll talk about that big Clemson game against LSU. Uh, You just heard the update on 940 wins. LSU and Clemson just arrived. In uh, New Orleans, Bourbon Street, LSU's got the major advantage, no doubt about it, because they are home, and uh, it's going to be an interesting game. And everybody loves LSU that I know. Ricardo, does Clemson have a chance, even though they've got God on their side?
2: <laughs> well, you know me. I'm an SEC guy, and uh, I don't think that Clemson has, uh, has got a chance to win the game. They might be able to wow. cover but I don't think uh, they have a chance to win the game. I'm uh, rooting for LSU. And, okay, so one thing I've been hearing a lot, that, you know, LSU has the home field and everything. They're playing in New Orleans, though. They're not
1: playing in Baton Rouge. Still, same, what was it, 20 minutes away? Come on. 20 minutes? uh, Do your geography, buddy. How far is it away? I I don't know.
2: It's more than 20 (laughs) minutes, that's for sure. But, I mean, it is obviously an advantage. And the last time they did win the championship both times was in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go back to that. The last time they won, I guess, was Saban. To be honest with you, Saban gets talk even when he's not in the finals. It's amazing. I mean, he's the last time the LSU did win uh, one at all when he was with LSU. But yeah, I mean, that's a major advantage. They're right there. Uh, everybody's going to be an LSU fan. I don't know how many people how Clemson's going to travel. I'm sure it'll be decent, but to me, that's 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 a major advantage. To me, it is. I mean, you know, you're right there. No, I'm sorry, you're they're one 07,
2: back. too. They beat Ohio State in 07. LSU? Yeah. Yeah, they beat um, the o- Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl in 2003, and in 07, they beat uh, Ohio State. But 07, who was the
1: coach then? Was it Saban? No, it was Les Miles. Oh, that's right. It was Les Miles. You're right. Yep, I do remember that now. Yeah, I mean, LSU's got a great team. There's no doubt about it. Burrow's awesome. Uh, the coach says two things before he <laughs> gets a mountain field. Go Tigers. That's all he says. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. And he walks away. Uh, he's definitely a guy, like, if you had to deliver his paper And you ended up in the bushes You wouldn't want to, like, talk to him Because he would probably piss you off You know, like, if you would say, like, where the hell's my paper? You're like, I don't know, I delivered it But, uh, and then he would look at you and go, go Tigers But, yeah, I, I like Clemson I, I like, I like to coach at Clemson I like his swag I like the, hey, it's us against the world Jesus has got a plan You know, 12 against 11 God's on their side <laughs> And Trevor Burrus hasn't
2: lost, I don't think, as a starter. I think Teddy said earlier, which is obviously super impressive.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, mean, eventually all streaks come to an end. I mean, that's the bottom line. But I just think that also they've been at this game. I mean, they were just there a year ago. uh, I don't know. And I think that advantage of the coach of knowing what's going on helps too. <laughs> Sweeney's been there. Okay, you no, don't think I'm so- so. no no no, I'm sorry. I thought you just
2: meant by nobody can understand um, the uh, LSU coach. So that's why. But no, no I'm sorry.
1: No. no, I mean he's got an advantage. I mean, Clemson's in the uh finals, the playoffs. Like I'm at Gulfstream Park. I mean, it happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. I think that's got to be a little bit of an advantage. Maybe not. I mean, again, when, you know, you end up looking at it, the preparation, what goes on, what do you tell these kids? A lot of these kids have been there for a couple of years. Clemson was getting their ass kicked by Ohio State, uh, which I wish continued, but it didn't. Uh, but, you know, it was one of those games where, you know what, they were really knocked down. Losing 16-zip, came back uh, on the road, you know, playing tough. A couple breaks, that happened their way. But you need breaks in all games, just like in life. You need a break. Uh, they got a couple calls that really could have went their other way. It might have might have changed the outcome of that game. But that's then. Right now we got Clemson uh, against LSU getting five and a half for six. And I like the Orange. I really do. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, and I think, you know, LSU really did a great job this year beating everybody. But this is a different defense. Doesn't have the names they had. And I know people are like, the ACC sucks, and it's not the same. But I don't know. I, uh, I I like Clemson with the points. Could they pull an upset? Yeah. They got the chance to pull an upset. And when you give me five and a half, six points, I'm definitely going to end up jumping on that. 866-801-0940. That's the number to call if you want to get involved. Uh, Teddy Covers from SportsMemo.com. He called us early. He likes Clemson. He also likes Minnesota tomorrow, plus the seven. He likes the Milwaukee Bucks tonight late uh, against Sacramento, laying four and a half. He feels the Bucks are going to come out rocking and rolling. You want to get involved with the show? Please give us a call Monday, Rob Vino, and we'll break down the game more on some different trends. And some people are a big fan of trends, and some people aren't. I am. When I see a trend, you know what? I uh, I sort of stick with it. I mean, no matter what it is, it could be a trend to the track, betting trend with women. I mean, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> trend with your boss. You know, your boss comes in on a Thursday, he's in a good mood, good day, asking for a raise. Uh, a lot of people don't. But, you know, uh, Clemson has not lost in a couple years. I mean, yeah. just to say that is amazing. I know people don't realize it. Just like the Patriots, what they accomplished, where, you know what, every year they win the division, nine Super Bowls in 17 years. The Dolphins won't go to nine Super Bowls in seven in 100 years. I won't be around to collect that bet. Ricardo, I'll leave it to you. <laughs> Thank you. But the Dolphins will not be in nine Super Bowls in 100 years. I'll, I'll definitely take that down. I mean, really. I mean, it's just – I don't see it. I really don't. There's one coaching job left. It's the Cleveland Browns, and Josh McDaniels is there as we speak. Ricardo, do you think he finally gets his head coaching job? I mean, I think this is as good a head coaching job
2: as in talent you're going to find in the NFL. Um, So I think he's probably going to jump at it. He's got a young quarterback there, probably one that he really likes. But if he doesn't, I mean, he's always going to be that candidate, always, and then he's always going to get that um that big bucks. Like they're always trying to give him the biggest contracts. I mean, last year it was uh, a couple different teams Colts. wanted him, yeah. And Colts, then this year, years ago, yeah, this year yep. it was uh, the Giants and the Browns and a lot of other teams wanted him. So, I mean, this is a good time to jump ship, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I to me, I wouldn't take the Browns' job. I mean, that's the Brady bunch on drugs. I mean, they are messed up, that team. They really are. Landry, Odell, and Baker Mayfield, are you kidding me? Those three? I just, it'd be like getting an Uber with Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump. I mean, it's just (laughs) beyond belief. I mean, nobody knows where they want to go. I mean, that's the whole thing. And as much as Odell and Landry say they're great friends, they are, but they both want to rock every play. And Baker Mayfield, I, I just, I don't know. He doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to sit there and practice hours and hours. One thing McDaniels is going to see, he's not going to find guys like Brady. You could be the best coach (laughs) in the world. Yeah, You could be. You could be the best coach in the world. You'd be the best boss in the world. But you need the players to play. You need the players to win. And Brady was once in a lifetime and practiced his ass off and studied his ass off. And I think sometimes that's hard to accept when you go to a next level. And they may think that there's people I work with who think they work hard, and they don't. Not talking about you, Ricardo. Uh, But there's people I work with every day who think they work hard, and they don't. You know, there's guys who think they practice hard. No, they don't. Because they have achieved the ultimate goal, like a Tom Brady, like Edelman, like those guys who put in hours and hours and hours. So I don't know Matt McDaniels going to Cleveland. He says he wants a job. It's his dream job. I wouldn't want it. You could stick Cleveland in your ass. I don't want that job. I really don't. I'm not playing there. I'm not dealing with those headaches. You know at some point they're going to be a problem. Landry's going to come in your offense and sit down, look at you, and go, bro, come on, I'm not getting the ball. He's going to walk out. Odell's going to come in, say the same thing. Chubb's going to tell you he needs to rock more. Baker Mayfield's going to say he wants to call more plays. I mean, it's just you know what you're getting. And I think he should stick with the Patriots he won't he'll take the job if they offer it to him uh, the officer coordinator I know for the Vikings uh, defense coordinator for the Eagles uh, they're looking at those guys too but it'll probably be Josh McDaniels and I think that it'll be a, a I don't think it'll be a good fit for him because I don't think to me see when you coach Brady right coaching Brady's like working telling me what to do I'm doing it I'm showing up for work right. at 7 a.m. in the morning. You ain't got to worry about me. I'm a dream employee. That's the bottom line. It's no lie. What I do in a day, most people don't do in a year. Those guys, you're going to have to beg to do it the extra. And he's not used to that. And I don't think he's got the ego to coach them. I really don't. I've always said to coach an ego, you got to have an ego. I don't know if they're going to really respect him, Odell and Landry. To me, they need a guy in there like Mike Dickett to go in there and kick him in the ass. And you know what? And tell him this is the way it is. You know, take out your earrings and catch some rocks and uh, worry about the rocks on the field, and let's get some wins. I don't think St. Josh McDaniels has got the personality for them. Just a thought. 866 801 Friday afternoon. Always glad you listen to The Greek Zone. Hope you listen to Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby at Gulfstream Park today. They'll be back on the airwaves on Monday. It's The Greek. We'll be back. It's 3 o'clock in Miami. Could you think of a better place to be? Because I can't. We'll be back. Peace.